0: Hey there, my name is Lexi, and thank you so much for joining me for the Lex Chat today. For today's Lex Chat, I actually asked Instagram what we should talk about today, and the topic was submitted by Maurice Beats, who is a huge supporter of the Lex Chat, and he wanted to talk about how to find serious artists. Now, I kind of flipped this topic a little bit. We're not exactly going to talk about how to find serious artists, But I'm gonna talk about things that let me know that an artist is a serious artist. So if that sounds like a topic you would be interested in hearing about and a conversation you wanna get in on, then continue to stay tuned. Alrighty, so before we get into the Lex Chat, as always, I have some announcements for upcoming shows. I have three events coming up in July. On July 2nd, I will be performing at the City to City Tour with Game Changers Radio. This is going to be in Albany, Georgia at the Northside Lounge, which is going to be at 2238 Palmyra Road in Albany, Georgia. That show starts at 9 o'clock and there will be a cover charge at the door. So no tickets necessary for this one, but you will have to pay a fee at the door you can go to my website at www.lexiatl to see the events that are coming up um, that I'll be performing at, or fashion shows that I'm walking in, or just different stuff that I'll be doing mostly around Atlanta, but sometimes outside of Atlanta. Um, meme cast says, Lex, are you watching The verses? I'm not watching The verses. What time does it start? It's supposed to be on Marion and Mario, right? I've... I saw one post about it today, but I didn't plan on watching it. I haven't, I haven't been into the verses like everybody else. And maybe I'm missing out on, you know, a cultural event, which seems to be a common theme with me. I never seem to do anything that the general public is doing, or I never seem to be doing anything that's popular with people. So, you know, that might be something I need to work on. I do want to be included on cultural events like this, but also I'll be doing my own thing. You know, I'll be doing my own thing. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, that was the Game Changers Radio City to City Tour in Albany, Georgia. That's July 2nd. That's on a Saturday. Oh, and this one is special because it is the Indie Ladies of R&B I am an indie lady and you know, I do R and B even though I've been dropping these rap singles lately, but I am R and B at heart. So that's July 2nd next show. That's like unofficial. Um, I was supposed to do a show with Mark Dubb tomorrow in Athens, but that show got pushed to July 29th, which is a Friday. So I will give you more details on that show as soon as I get more details and I will update my website as soon as I get a flyer or, you know, more details on the show. But that one's going to be in Athens, Georgia. So if you are in the Athens area on July 29th, I will be guest performing with Mark Dubb and The Randoms, which is the name of the band. And the last, well, the next event that I have coming up in July so far, I will be walking in another fashion show. It's called the Angels and Demons Lingerie and Swimwear Fashion Show presented by The GQ Phoebes. That's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Don Event Center at 3201. Atlanta Industrial Parkway. That's going to be from two to five p.m. and July thirtieth is on a Saturday, so most people are not working on Saturday. Come out to the show again. You got to go to my website www.lexiatl to get the ticket information and the location information. So, and if you are a patron, I just up I've just updated um, my patrons. Y'all get a special discount code. So if you are a patron of mine. I gave you a discount code so your ticket will be a little bit cheaper um, for the fashion show. So that's another perk of being a patron. You know, if y'all want to go the extra mile and support me by, you know, donating the $5 a month, pledging to be a patron, then that's one of the perks. You get discounts on events when I have discounts available. The Real Eye says, that's how I feel as well about the verses. I'm not into anything that's popular or trendy. It kind of makes me upset in a way because I want to be included, but I just don't have the energy. What's up, Sean Ski Beats? Thanks for joining us on Lex Chat Live. Gray Key says, I see you working strong arm, strong arm. Yes, yes. Uh, You know, just trying to keep myself busy and like I always say, just trying to capitalize on all of my gifts and see where they take me. Which one is going to get me there first and then all of them will be used to give me a long career and to bring up my people with me. All right. So yeah, those are the three shows that I ca- that I have coming up. July 2nd, which is a Saturday in Albany, Georgia, the City to City Indies of R&B show with Game Changers Radio. Um, Friday, July 29th in Athens, Georgia, I'll be performing with Mark Dub and the Random Band. More information on that event coming up as I get information. And then July 30th, which is a Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia, the Angels and Demons lingerie and swimwear fashion show presented by the GQ thieves right here in Atlanta, Georgia. You can find information for all of these events and shows at www.lexiatl.com for ticket information and information on the shows, which is what I just said. I'm sounding a little redundant there. But yeah, so let's get into um, a little bit of Lex check. What's been going on with Lexi? Um, I just released my second rap single, which is called motor boat, which by the time I edit this episode, it will be playing in the background. And if you've been paying attention to some of my YouTube stuff, I have been placing like there's like a 20 second bumper at the end of all of my Lex chats. And I think my vlogs too. I've been playing Motorboat. So definitely go check that out. It's on every platform, every streaming platform right now. Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube Music. Go check it out. It is on Instagram. It's on TikTok. Go check it out. It's my second rap single. Um, And, you know, these little singles are just something fun to hold everybody over until the album comes out with uh, tracks predominantly produced by Maurice Beats. So... That's either, I think he was saying something about doing it, releasing it by my birthday or for sure the first two, the first two, three months of 2023, but that is definitely on the way. Just got to, um, I talked to black, I talked to mixed by black and he has agreed to mix it, even though he said I didn't have to ask him, but I feel like it's rude for me to just assume that people will do certain things for me. So I made sure I was like, Hey, can you, can you mix and master this please? And he was like, hell yeah, Lex, I got you my guy that's my guy right there so yeah also huge shout out to mixed by black who has become a patron of mine he just became a patron last week so i'm very excited and it feels really good to feel the support like y'all y'all really don't understand how good it feels to be supported like and there there are more ways to support me than patreon of course but it feels nice to see the the active support, you know what I mean? Greg Keys is another one who's been supporting me. Maurice Beats has been supporting me. My brother, who I told y'all came all the way from Texas supporting me. Like it's just it's just really dope, you know? And I might get black back into producing. He sent me a beat the other day and he was like, Oh, but it's not that good. And then I listened to it and I was like, You made this? He was like, Yeah, but I was just messing around. I'm like, alright. I'm going to have to put a song on these beats to let you know how far of a producer you are. So that's a little little something, you know what I'm saying? But back to what my original point was, these rap singles, they're really just to hold us over until an official project is released. And, you know, I'm also raising money in the meantime and hustling and working. Um, I've been mixing more. I'm about to write raps for other female artists because I have been getting some inquiries on that. And I've been getting inquiries on writing gospel songs for artists as well. So, um, just did a sale with Maurice. We finalized the sale today. She sent in the rest of her money. So I'm going to be drafting up the paperwork to get the split sheets together. And also, um, I have to mix and master the song for her now. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, if I could just get more things like that going, that would be, that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. Another announcement. Well, this is, I put this as Lex chat, but it really should have been under the announcements. Is um, yeah, I have merchandise. Don't forget, I have the Winter Keeper wristbands. I have the hashtag Winter hats, sun visors. You know, it's hot summertime, so I got those. We got the Lexi Burn lighters. We also have sexy Lexi posters and then regular artist posters, which. Are all available on my website um, I still have to put the lighters up And then for those of you who I told you I'll be sending you your wristband I know it's been like a month since I said that I'm going to be sending it out soon I also have to send in my passport renewal It's just something where I, I don't like checking the mail And apparently I don't like putting things in the mail right now But yeah Welcome to the Lex Chat Swin underscore D Welcome to the Lex Chat Official Mr. Flat Shoals So yeah, don't forget about the merchandise that is available. You can either catch me live performing and I'll have my merchandise with me or feel free to order from the website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. In other news, uh, I think The Real Eyes is the one who requested this, but I'm going to be working on an online course, which is like artist development virtually kind of situation. Right. So I I think real, the real eyes is the one who requested this. And I had actually started writing a book and I don't know if anybody remembers, but a couple months ago I was coming onto Lex chats randomly and kind of just talking aloud. Um, I was doing like a text, a speech to text feature on my laptop to, um, you know, get my thoughts out and then I'll go back and edit them later. And then I was doing that on Lex on live Lexi live. I was doing that on live just so I could get like the, uh, the live conversation aspect of it. And then it kind of just turned into Lex chat from there, honestly. So yeah, but I, it's been requested of me to make like a, an online course of artist development and the education portion of teaching people anything involving music has always been on my mind, like literally for years, but that was just, his request was another confirmation that, okay, you need to get into doing this education thing. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, YouTube is going to get like shortened versions of the courses, but anyone who is signed up as a patron of mine, you will get the lengthy in detail courses or classes. So That is something to be on the lookout for probably within the next month. Allen's Wellness says, you're not taking a vacation no time soon. LOL. (sighs) I want to. You know what it is? I'm letting my fear get in the way. These gas prices are scaring me. And I'm the type of person like if I spend my money on one thing and something goes wrong, I'm instantly thinking like, oh my goodness, if I would have never spent my money on that leisurely thing, I would have had money for gas or I would have had money for food. And I'm just... Um, I have the money to do something. I don't know if I can do, I probably could do a full blown vacation. No, I could at least do a weekend staycation. I could at least do that. I just, I need to work on my fear when it comes to money. I'm always afraid of running out. I'm afraid of not having enough. I'm afraid of not providing for myself in this beautiful home that I've been blessed with, that my dad helped me to get which if I mess it up, that would mess up his credit name or whatever. I wanted to ask you though, Alan, do you do, do you do chiropractic work? Cause I've been watching a lot of chiropractic videos and I want to get cracked. Um, Alan's wellness asks, where would you like to go? Welcome to the Lex chat, Mr. Regular 94. Um, my brother is in Tampa. I feel like I want to go to the beach. Um, So that's one option My brother is in Tampa I want to do the cabins There's this place in Blue Ridge, Georgia Um, Welcome to the Lex Chat GCR Radio Game Changers, what's up? Welcome to the Lex Chat, Larry Nowlin So yeah, either the beach Which I could do Probably It's not that expensive And then I would just stay with my brother And then I'll just go to the beach You know Cause he's in Florida. Um, the cabins might not be too bad. Cause I also want to go zip lining. And oh, uh, welcome to the Lex chat, Libby V. Um, Allen Wellness says I can help you. I think you're talking about the chiropractic work, right? I'm ready to get cracked. I think I I should say adjusted. That's probably the proper way. But all these videos have been popping up on my Instagram. Um, people getting adjusted. So yeah welcome to the chat I hope I said your name properly I'm sorry if I butchered that um yeah and then another announcement I'm making is I created a new cover art for Lex Chat so if any of you either tuned in on YouTube or you tuned in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts then you saw the new um you saw the new artwork. It's like a picture that I took with eye perspective with the pink background. And it's got me with the haya kind of, you know, the two L's up. And then, yeah, it's really nice. I, I designed it myself. I'm very proud of myself. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm going to figure out how to do this whole setup. The home studio was just the first part, but I was listening back to it and it sounds so good. It sounds so good. So I have, you know, the live camera going on Instagram. I have my camera recording me here at home on the uh, you know, I don't know what to call that, Steadicam, I don't know. And then I'm actually recording the audio into Pro Tools in my home studio. So once I figure out the visual aspect of it, I will pair the audio and the sound. But as of right now, I am very pleased with just having good sound, at least have a good sound. How can I be in music and be a sound engineer? Then the sound of my episodes have really, you know, taken a back seat. Because I want y'all to see me, but what's most important is that y'all hear all this good knowledge and all these gems that get dropped. What's up, Fitz, the CEO? Thank you so much for joining in on the Lex Chat. So um, I'm done with my intro. I'm done with the upcoming events. Remember, uh, Game Changers Radio in Albany, Georgia... The city to city tour, that's July 2nd. Um, I have a show with Mark Dub, July 29th. And then the fashion show, Angels and Demons Lingerie and Swimmer Fashion Show, July 30th. If you want more information on those shows and ticket information, go to www.lexyatl.com to be updated on the events that I'll be doing and the shows that I'll be doing. But that is it for the Lex check. Let's get into the Lex chat. Get- All right, so oh 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 oh, but you know what? You know what else I forgot to say before um, before we went into that. So really, before we start the Lex chat, I the the topic that I talked about last week, right? It was how engineers do a lot, and the artists need to be more understanding of all that the engineers do. And Remember that it was inspired by true life events because I had I had a little falling out with one of my clients Well, i'm happy to report that this client and I made up I'm very i'm very happy for that because it was really tearing me up. Um, and you know, he was I wasn't I didn't have my best energy the night of that one session and we fell out a little bit because of it He got very mad at me, but i'm happy to report that me and that client made up. So And we're back working and he apologized for what he said. And I apologized for not communicating that I was going to be low energy that night. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm very happy about that. But let's get into the Lex chat this week. As I said in the introduction, the topic for today is going to be about whether or like, how can you tell you're working with a good artist? So Maurice Beats. Shout out to Maurice Beats. He actually submitted this topic and I think it is a great topic. So we're going to roll with it. And he wanted to know how can you find serious artists to work with, but I'm bending it a little bit. And I'm going to say what tells, what are some qualities that I see in artists who come to work with me that let me know that they are a serious artist. And, um, throughout this Lex chat, if anyone has any submissions for Lex Rated, you want to get your song reviewed here live on Instagram, and it will also be played back on YouTube. Remember, I get at least 300 views, at least 300 eyes on the Lex chat, so it's like marketing. But $10 per song, send that to cash symbol Lexi ATL on Cash App. Send your song like an actual MP3 or the links to your songs to Lexisolo at gmail.com and we'll take periodic breaks in between the Lex chat to listen and review some music so tell your mama tell your daddy tell your friends tell your rap friends who think they could rap yeah get it reviewed I'm a singer I'm a songwriter I'm an audio engineer I work in the industry I know famous people I work with famous people and those are my credentials thank you very much but let's get into the topic for real because y'all know I can ramble so What are some things that I notice in artists who I feel I can take seriously? So how to find a good artist, I do kind of want to touch on this a little bit. And anyone who's on the live, feel free to join in on the conversation as well. But as far as finding serious artists, I don't really have solid advice on that because I can really only go off of what I do. I would consider myself a serious artist, and I can really only go off of what I do that I feel makes me serious and shows people that I take this music thing seriously. Right? So some things that I have done, I've been singing for a long time. I took vocal lessons. I took piano lessons. I went to school for music by way of the art Institute for audio production. Um, I've been building my brand for years I have a website that is consistent with my name on social media I've had a consistent social media presence for literally the past nine years um, I've been building up my YouTube channel my website my Instagram I keep up with current trends of you know social media like what's the next popular thing even though I don't like to have to keep worrying about so many social media platforms you know that's just something that I do. And then I continue to educate myself on music and I continue to evolve my own sound. And I'm constantly in the studio, no matter what is going on, I'm constantly, constantly recording in the studio. As far as the traits that I see in myself that I believe would tell people I'm a serious artist... Those are some of the things. Um, My quality, I believe, gets better and better over time. And I'm constantly exploring different gifts of myself. And I'm constantly exploring different sounds, different talents, um, different ways to use my voice, different genres that I can step into, different ways I can think about my music. So when I think about what makes me a serious artist, it's the fact that I'm nine years into this journey officially because I always tell people I didn't start this journey until, until I decided to go to school for audio production. And that's when I would start my timeline for getting, doing music professionally. So we're nine years in on this journey. And I would say that nine years of work is a good indication that I'm still moving strong with this whole artist thing. So Yeah, when I think about the kinds of things that I'm doing to show that I'm a serious artist, these are the same qualities that I look in other artists that would tell me that they are just as serious, right? So I wrote down a few points of the things that let me know that people are serious artists. First point that I have here is very simple. Coming to the studio consistently. Now you think this would be like a very simple thing, like the first indicator that someone is a serious artist, right? But coming to the studio consistently, that is one thing that I look for when I'm working with an artist. And the reason why I say this is it should be obvious, right? If you are serious about something, you will continue to work towards it. If you're serious about something, you will continue to put the hours in. You will continue to work towards mastery. What's up, Saint and Center? Welcome to the Lex Chat. So the first sign that someone is a good artist in my eyes, and keep in mind all of these things that I'm saying, they are things that when I see these qualities in people, that's what makes me feel like they are a serious artist, okay? So coming to the studio consistently It shows that you are intentional about the time that you're putting into your craft. It's showing me that you are putting in the hours, you're putting in the time, you're putting in the work and just by sheer repetition and practice, you will get better. But if you never come in and do it, then how can you ever expect to improve upon this thing that you say you want to do? So I've had... And I always, I really just be going in on the rappers because rappers are like the most delusional. Newer rappers are the most delusional when it comes to this whole music thing. (laughs) There will be, you know, and I can respect the confidence, right? I say this all the time. I respect the confidence, but what annoys me is the lack of work and the lack of education that these artists put into their craft. And another portion of that is how, They say they want to be a great artist and they want to go viral, but you never spend your time in the lab creating the things, the products that are going to make you go viral. So if you never put any time into the studio, like I might see some of these people once or twice a year, but they're more worried about running around in the streets or going to the strip club or impressing hoes than they are coming to the studio. Or when they do come to the studio They bring a bunch of people with them who are not contributing to the song. It might be homeboys. It might be random girls who they bring in for the vibes, but it's no one who's contributing. And it's, it's always someone is like, yes, men all around them. Like they just there for the ride. You know what I'm saying? And they're not giving input on the song and everything sounds dope. And they just, yes, men, like I said, so that was kind of like a deep dive rant slash situation. Right. But At the core of that is coming to the studio consistently. When you say that you're serious about something, you're going to give time to it. You're going to be intentional about giving time to it. And if I could just get a few clients that are consistent at least once a week, then they would greatly improve. Because also, I think I'm up my minimum when it comes to the studio. Right now, the minimum is two hours, but I would say if you could dedicate at least four hours a week, which is one session, if you could dedicate four hours a week to a session and that's to to get one song done very well, at least one time a week, then you would be doing yourself a huge favor as an artist, a huge service to yourself as an artist, and you will master your artistry in no time. So yeah. Come to the studio consistently, at least once a week. I would say for at least two hours at minimum, but I would recommend four hours a week, which is one four hour session once a week, all right? Next thing that tells me someone is a serious artist is, they ask me to help them grow. They ask me for my critique. They ask me to let them know when they are not doing something right or when they need something to be said over when they have to say something over. So like if they stumble on a word or the line is not as clear as it could be, they are looking to me and giving me permission to straighten them out, to keep them in their best, to keep to, to, to give their best performance. Wow. That was an intense stutter, but they're looking for me to pull out the best performance in them. And I appreciate artists who open up that line of communication with me because like we said in the Lex chat, you know, when we were talking about how engineers do a lot and I was, you know, talking about my situation with a client, yeah, technically the job of the engineer is to only push buttons. Um, And I got to make this disclaimer, I am charging for every added feature from here on out that people want me to do when we're in these sessions, because I'm kind of tired of being taken advantage of and not being paid my value for all of the skills that I offer when I'm in the studio. So yeah, I just want to make that little message be clear. Um, especially every, after everything we talked about in that Lex chat episode, what's up? Karma Sutra 22. Thank you for joining the Lex chat. My main camera just went out. So let me cut that out. So yeah, someone, an artist who's asking me, you know, hey, if I'm not doing something right, make me do it again or tell me I'm not doing it. Don't just let me get in the booth and give all kind of BS. Like I really want to actually make a good song. So that lets me know that an artist is serious because they are opening themselves up to that critique, which is very difficult to do. It's very hard to open yourself up to be told that you're not good at this, or it's very hard to open yourself up just to be told that you can be better. And then <laughs> the fact that you can always be better means that you're never going to quite be good enough. And I respect people who can put themselves in that critical position to always be giving critique. What's up, 12-D? Thank you for coming into the Lex chat. So the other side of that, right, someone who's asking me to help them grow is I know someone is serious when they ask me to tell them when they're not doing right and then when they actually take on my advice or they actually heed my advice or they apply the things that I'm telling them. There will be so many times where I'm sitting in sessions and... Eh, I'll be honest, sometimes these people they're, they're not really asking me for my opinion, but I'll test the waters to see how receptive they would be to me giving them advice on how to make the song better. And if they are responsive to it, then I might keep throwing out little hints, little, you know, little pointers here and there. If they're not responsive to it, then I know, okay, I'm going to default to my factory settings as an engineer, and I'm just here to press buttons and make sure you get a good sound quality. So yeah, it's important to me when, if my advice is asked for, take my advice. Don't ask for it and then you suddenly don't want to apply anything that I'm telling you because then you don't really want my help and you don't really want to improve the way that you say you do, at least in my eyes because you're not even taking my critique. So who else is gonna help you get that quality sound? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You ask me to help you grow and then you actually take my advice and you actually apply the things that I am telling you. That is what I look for when I am deciding whether or not an artist is serious. I'm sorry. There's like a gosh darn bug in here and I just want to kill it. It's all over my desk. And why do you want to be here? You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't you go somewhere else in the house? But next thing... The next thing that will tell me whether or not an artist is serious is you know how to talk to me as an engineer. So like I said, I have offered my advice to people before and sometimes they reject my advice, but it's about how you say things, right? And it's about how you communicate things. I'm always looking for, you know, people who say that they want to be in music. Music is all about how you are communicating over a track. If you cannot clearly communicate with your first line of judgment, which is me, the engineer, if you can't communicate clearly with me and I can't like clearly understand what you're saying in the song, then I don't know how you expect other people to be able to follow your song or follow your words once you put them onto a track, you know? so. Something that I really look for in a serious artist is someone who knows how to talk to the engineer. And I think it's because I'm a woman, right? And for some reason, there's like this fear that, or this misconception that a woman in the studio is not going to give a dude solid advice. But if you ask any of my clients, they will tell you, you know, Lexi is solid. She knows what she's talking about. She pulls out the best performance in me. If you talk to any of my clients, they will, they will tell you that. The ones who I like working with, I should say. A little disclaimer there as well. The ones who I pour extra into, I should say. (laughs) But, yeah, so it's... And again, I'm going to just be going in on rappers, y'all. These newer rappers out here, they think they're the ish. They think they hot stuff. And they think they're the best. Even though they've been rapping for like three months, they come in and they're cocky. They don't want to take critique. They don't want to, you know, listen to me because I'm a woman. And it's really weird that you you need my help, the female engineer. Welcome to the Lex Chat Ice Cream DOV. Welcome, welcome, one to do vu. Thank you for tuning into the Lex Chat. But I always find it really interesting, like, you need me to transfer your voice into Pro Tools. Wouldn't you talk to me nicely? Why wouldn't you talk to me nicely? I'm the one helping you. What up, 2cool25? Thanks for joining into the Lex chat. What up, Mr. Tyshawn? Thanks for jumping into the Lex chat. So it always baffles me and kind of like grinds my gears when people don't want to take my advice or these new rappers don't want to take my advice because I'm a woman. But, you know, I'm the one who is helping you in this session in the first place. Obviously, I know what I'm doing. Otherwise, my boss wouldn't put me behind these boards, Right. I just want to kill. It's, it's like a fruit fly. Oh my gosh, there's two of them. That's gross. But yeah, Um. so yeah, if you know how to communicate with me, your engineer properly, and you can form complete sentences, that's another thing that I look for in someone who is a serious artist, because you need to be able to communicate clearly with the people around you. If you can communicate clearly in your everyday life, then that same clear communication transfers over into your music You are going to, you're going to be like more, um, what's the word eloquent with your words. You're going to have good communication in your songs. People are going to be able to easily follow your music. They're going to easily be able to relate to you in your music because you are conveying messages and ideas and thoughts in a clear way. So if someone is speaking to me in like broken English or, and I'm going to say it, they sound ghetto when they talk, they don't know how to form full sentences, Then I'm looking at them sideways and I'm looking at them as if they, they're not serious because one, you're not communicating properly. And then why would you want to talk to your engineer that way? You must not understand that the engineer is one of the most important people in your creative process, whether they are just, there pushing buttons or they are actually giving you input. The engineer is a very important part of the process. One... You file with that shit. You did one of my songs. I did. What's your real name? Because I don't I don't think I know you by your Instagram. One Tato T A Dovu. And I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. Don't know how to say your name on here. I am so sorry. But he say I'm fired with that ish. Tato. Am I saying that right? Tato. One Tato Vu. How long ago did we work together? So yeah, y'all. Yeah. Tato, tato, tato. Yeah, tato. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry if I messed it up before. One tato. Ooh, 2018, bro. Where you been since then? That's why I'm having a hard time with your name. Ain't seen you in four years, my boy. What you been up to? All right, so the next thing that tells me that someone is a serious artist is they ask me questions about the music business. Now, artists who are serious, oh my God, jail. Boy, what was you doing in jail? What were you doing, child? See, this is why we be losing good clients too because you missed a couple of points in lecture. So I'm gonna recap. How to tell someone how I tell or how I classify a serious artist. They consistent in the studio. That was point number one. The studio will help you stay out of trouble if you put all that energy into coming to the studio. All right. You're not the you're not the only client that I haven't seen in a minute because they went to jail. So I don't feel bad or nothing. But damn, I'm glad you're out. And I wonder if you're going to put some of them stories in some music or, you know, you might got to get yourself together first, but I'm happy to hear that you are out. (laughs) I did not know you were locked up. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, so it was coming to the studio consistently. It's asking me for their help and then actually taking my advice and then knowing how to talk to me as an engineer. Those are things that let me know that someone is a serious artist and now this next point that we're gonna expand on is they ask me questions about the music business. One Tato says, where you record now. I'm still at Rich Productions, but I'm also at Collab. And um I just visited Danny Vale Studios, which is like in Sandy Springs somewhere. Technically Dunwoody. Technically, I think. Um where else? A few spots. I got a few spots I record out of. Uh, spot and icon that I can get into it just depend like where you're located and what your budget is so yeah um but they asked me questions about the music about the music business so the reason why this kind of sends off sirens in my head for someone who is a serious artist is because (laughs) um when you are in the studio You got to understand the business to understand how to distribute your song, to understand how to get paid from your music and just understand certain things that you need to do to be successful in the music business, in the music industry. One Tato says, Rich production still in the same place. For now, it is still in the same place. Yes, Um, we may be moving, but for now we are in the same place. What's up, OI Music? Thanks for jumping into the Lex chat. So yeah, when someone asks me about the music business and they're asking stuff like, so how do I get paid off of this? And then I can like educate them on how can they get paid? Okay, cool. Let's talk about, first off, are you serious about this? How much money do you have? Because you gotta be able to sign up for for a performance rights organization, which is BMI or ASCAP or CSAC. There are others, but BMI and ASCAP are the easiest ones to get into because you just pay like a, a registration fee of $100. I would say do one as a songwriter and do one as a publisher as well. Um, just so you can cover all angles. What's up, 88? Thanks for joining the Lex chat. What's up, Dirty Snares? Thanks for joining the Lex chat. So yeah, when someone asks me about the business and they say, yo, how do I get paid off of this? I tell them, sign up for a PRO Um Sign up for Sound Exchange. Sign up for Harry Fox. This is something that I need to do. I need to do. I need to sign up for Song Trust, <laughs> And then sign up for a distribution company. There's CD Baby. There's TuneCore. There's United Masters. There's DistroKid. There's... Those are the ones that I know of. I'm sure there are others, but CD Baby is who I rock with. DistroKid is also nice. I don't know enough about TuneCore or United Masters, but I do know that other people use them, so... Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Oh my gosh. I just need them to land somewhere and then I'm going to... So yeah, when someone asks me about the business and they ask certain questions like how do I get paid or how do I figure out different shows, that lets me know that they are a serious artist. Next thing, if they ask me questions about how I feel their music sounds or questions about how they can make the music better, that's how I know they're a serious artist. Because a serious artist, right, we're always we're always comparing our sound, kind of like to what's up Maurice Beats. Thanks for popping into the Lex chat. Serious artists, we're always comparing our sound and understanding that in order to be successful, we do have to pay attention to who the competition is. Or if you don't like the word competition, we do have to pay attention to who our peers are in the music industry and something as simple as does my sound, is it even on the same level as everything else that's considered mainstream? And if you are leaving from the studio and noticing that your stuff doesn't quite sound like everything else that's out, because you say you want to be a, you say you want to be a superstar, right? But your product doesn't even match the sound quality level of what you hear on the radio. Well, how do you expect to be on the radio if your quality doesn't match the songs that are on the radio, if your quality is not competing with the sounds that are on the radio? So when someone is asking me about how they can make their song sound better, they are asking questions because maybe outside of the studio, they've been researching like, How can I make my song sound better? Or even if they never even came across the terms mixing and mastering, they are asking the question, how can we make this sound better? And then I can talk to them about mixing the song, mastering the song, or I can tell them things like, you know, you, you got the bars, but you don't know how to make a song. Part of making a song and having a bunch of people relate to it and a bunch of people, you know, repeat it and sing it over and over again. You have to create something that's catchy, something that's easy for people to follow along with. If you're the type of rapper that, if you're the type of artist that you're just, you're going really fast in your song, you have the same flow, you're never breaking up your song structure. You don't have a catchy part because it's just straight bars and punchlines the entire time. And it's stuff that people already got to mess with you as an artist to even take the time to memorize your stuff because it's not easy to remember then that lets you know that you you might have a little bit of work to do it's cool that you got bars but you got to think about the kind of music culture that you're appealing to when you do your music in a certain way so I was working with this artist yesterday he probably been rapping for like maybe like one or two years. I think I've known them for that long now. And he's very much a drill rapper. Unfortunately, it was a group of them. One of them got locked up um, because the nature of their music. And I talk about this a lot too. Like you got to understand the power of your words, the power of your language, the kind of music they make, which is drill music. It's all about killing and guns and taking somebody's woman and, just a bunch of degenerate activity, right? So unfortunately, one of the members of the group got, you know, he's in jail um, for a very serious charge, and that's 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 the kind of energy that you were bringing to yourself because that's all you talk about in the music. But my point in mentioning that is you got to be mindful of the culture of the kind of music you are entering into because words are powerful. And you might find yourself in the middle of a lifestyle that you spoke on multiple occasions. What's up, Seeds World? Thank you for joining the Lex Chat Live. So when you ask questions like, how can I make my song better? Well, what kind of music are you even trying to make? What or do you want to appeal to a wider audience? I'll tell you right now, as a woman, and I did grow up a particular way. I think I had a good childhood and, you know, I had a two-parent household. You know, I think I grew up regular, regular, um, drill music is not for me and it's not the kind of energy that I want in my life. So, and if you're basing my reaction, a black woman, if you're basing my reaction, if you're basing your music off of my reaction, then you got work to do because I don't even find that kind of music appealing really. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about what kind of music you're making, who you want to appeal to, What kind of music is mainstream and what kind of music is being pushed mainstream? What kind of music is a majority of people listening to? Are you making that kind of music? And if you're not, how can we tweak your songs? How can we structure your songs differently to have a better fighting chance to compete with the mainstream stuff that is out there? So someone who's asking me questions about how they can make the song sound better, I'm either gonna tell you we can mix and master your song or I'm going to tell you about song structure and making a hook and stacking certain parts and doing harmonies and things that will make your song more interesting. So if I have an artist who's asking me certain questions like that, then I know that they are starting to think on a deeper level and they're taking this music thing seriously. Next up, another thing that lets me know that someone is taking this artist thing seriously is every time we come into the session, they're choosing different beats. And oh my god, I almost got it! Stop landing on the keyboard so I can kill you. Oh, this mother, this mother sucker! All right, so they're choosing different beats every time we come into the session. How does this signal to me that this person is a serious artist? It's letting me know that they want a diverse catalog. Someone who is interested in being a serious artist, to me, they are interested in having a long career. They're interested in longevity. And someone who is interested in longevity as an artist, they realize that their sound is going to have to evolve over time. They realize that they cannot stay in one lane. You could start off in one lane and, you know, that'll be the thing to get your name out there. That'll be the thing to grab your core audience. But then they realize that there needs to be an evolution. There needs to be growth. So someone who I take seriously as an artist, they're choosing different styles of beats every time they come in. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a different genre. It could still stay like hip hop, but... Maybe you usually do drill beats and now you're coming in with a future type beat. or you usually do future type songs, but now you're coming in with a rod wave type melodic type beat. you know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily deviating too far from the original vibe or the original sound that you that you're typically recording on, but it's enough of a difference that it's getting a different kind of performance out of you and it's causing you to flow differently when you come into the studio. So that's something I look for. Um, Certain artists, like I mentioned in the last Lex chat, when we were saying, you know, engineers do a lot. I will, if I like you enough, encourage you to explore different sounds within your music. But um, if you are coming on your own and you've got a different sound, then I love that for you. It's showing growth. It's showing that you're thinking about doing new things and you're thinking about evolving and growing and not staying in one lane and you're thinking about evolving basically. So that's something I look for in a serious artist. Next thing I look for, and I'll probably make this the last one for this like chat. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You listen to more than one type of music. And this kind of goes hand in hand with coming to the session with different, different sounds or different like vibes, right? You're not limiting yourself to one kind of music. When you limit yourself to one kind of music outside of the kind of music that you create, Chosen Purpose, thank you for joining in on the Lex chat. Maurice beat says facts. Um, So yeah, you listen to more than one type of music. If you are always listening to rap music, then you're more likely to always only give rap songs, you know, but I find that well-rounded artists and artists who have longevity, Drake is a great example. Beyonce is a great example. And I'm using those two examples because they recently dropped House Music Albums. Well, Beyonce is releasing singles right now. It, you know, Drake released his album. I have not listened to either one. So please don't ask me what I think about it just yet. If you want me to give my opinion, then send uh, send content ideas to Lexisolo at gmail.com. So, but Beyonce and Drake are perfect examples of this right now. To, and then I also have been doing like, I did the history of cover songs and I'm working on another YouTube video called the benefits of doing cover songs, right? In order to continually evolve and create, you can pull inspiration from past popular songs, but you have to have a huge repertoire of different kinds of songs that you've been listening to and that you've heard. And you have to be aware of classics from a long time ago or just classics or hit songs that are being made right now during this era of music. And Drake and Beyonce, you can listen to their music and tell that they have multiple sources of inspiration for the music they're doing. And uh, just just with Beyonce, right? From the, the Lion King soundtrack, which was like an Afrobeat inspired project, right? Now she's dropping like house music and what people would call like, H and M and forever 21 shopping background music. So it's an evolution. It's, it's a deviation from what we're probably used to hearing from them, but it's something different. And for me, that's exciting. It's exciting to be able to pull from those different sources. So when I get artists who come in and we have like conversations about the kind of music they're listening to, if I notice that they're always listening to the same type of music, Then in my mind, I'm like, okay, you are not ready to grow or you're not willing to grow or something along those lines. Because if you understood that you have to evolve as an artist, you would not be limiting your ear to just one genre or two artists or a few artists that all sound the same. So, and then again, you have to think about what scope of artists do you want to be named for? Do you want to be known for? the kind of music that you're listening to, the kind of artists who are in that genre, how much recognition do they get? Cause a lot of rappers, and I'ma always be making fun of rappers. That's just gonna be a theme. Cause rappers just have the least amount of education when it comes to the studio, unfortunately. But a lot of these rappers listen to this drill music that has no structure, has no hook, has no catchy parts. It's always talking about killing somebody and getting something back in blood. What kind of recognition do they get? They're not mainstream. These are dudes that you just know from your hometown, maybe. Or these are people who are only popular in a certain part of the country, in a very specific part of the country. Or they might only have street cred. But street street cred is not the same as national recognition for your music. And um, I just need some artists to understand that. So, you know, street cred is not the same as mainstream success so if you're only listening to those type of artists you are going to be limited by the scope that those artists are recognized through and that's on some street shit in one tiny town in america harsh truth but i hope it seeps through to somebody but now if you look at somebody like drake he has international success He's not talking about one thing all the time. He talks about his feelings and deeper emotions and things like that. You know, he just, he talks about a wide variety of things. He can also pop his shit, you know, keep that in mind. Welcome to the chat. Less talking, eight, seven, six, less talking as we tune into a podcast. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's another thing I would caution artists against. Like make sure that you give your ears, a diverse mix of sounds that you that you take in so that you'll be inspired to write more than what you're used to writing and then you grow as an artist um because like i said and this this goes into it right something that lets me know that someone is a serious artist they study different types of music different genres and they understand song structure And they understand how they have to structure their song in order to get a more positive response, a greater response to their music. If you understand song structure, and you don't even have to completely understand like counting bars and all of that, but there's a certain natural feeling about music. And people who I know are serious artists, they have a kind of connection to the beat to where they know I need to stay in tune with the instruments. I need to stay in step, in time with the instruments. My voice is an instrument. If people are gonna dance to my music, then everything gotta have a bop to it. It gotta have a bounce to it. I gotta be on time. I gotta have rhythm with this. Uh, You'll be surprised how many people come into the studio and don't stay on beat and wonder why their music is not taking off. Well, I can't relate because first off, if I can't understand what you're saying in the song, at least I should be able to feel you. And I can feel you without hearing what you say because it's a certain way that you deliver the song. And someone who I would deem as a serious artist, they understand naturally certain musical elements. Or if they don't understand it naturally, then they're taking the time to educate themselves or expose themselves to different kinds of styles and different kinds of songs that would help them to understand song structure and how to ride a beat and how to pick out melodies and how to stack certain you know parts of the song, how to distinguish between a hook and how to distinguish between leads and backgrounds and those kinds of things, right? So that's something else that lets me know that someone is a serious artist. Last thing. Last thing that lets me know that someone is a serious artist before we wrap up this Lex chat, it is... If you are not in the studio with me recording a song, then you're, you're working on your next steps. So artists should be going through different cycles of recording, mixing, mastering, releasing, radio tours, performing, dropping music videos, recording, mixing, mastering, dropping singles, dropping videos, Performing, Like, in my opinion, an artist, you always got to be in the studio because you always need to be building up your catalog and you always need to have, you know, build up your repertoire of songs, right? But a serious artist, they are constantly going through this cycle of always recording, always getting something mixed and mastered, always dropping some kind of visual or, or video or always performing, always promoting and marketing their stuff. So another way that I know that you're a serious artist is you're going through your artist cycle. When you're not in the studio with me, you're working on the different steps of your artistry. The mixing, the mastering, the distributing, the photography, the video shoot, the live performance. And you know, you're just putting yourself out there. So those are the things that let me know that someone is a serious artist when I am interacting with someone. As far as finding these serious artists, I can only, like I said, in the beginning of the Lex chat, I can really only go off of how I am as an artist. I would call myself serious, but in my opinion, a serious artist is someone who is constantly looking to educate themselves constantly looking to improve themselves, improve their ear, improve their skill, improve their instrument. And in my opinion, always on the move or just always involved in doing something. If you, and I don't exactly know how to keep up with stuff like this because I'm so in my own world, in my own little bubble most of the time. When you keep running into certain people all the time, I feel like that's a good indicator that maybe these people are serious. So even for me, certain people that I went to school with or that I've worked with, a lot of people have fallen off a lot of people and a lot of them have given up on either music completely or they've given up on certain aspects of the music. But the people who are serious about it, they're still doing it. They never stopped. Or they might have stopped in one in one side of it, but they found out that they were better in another side of it, but they're still involved and they we keep running into each other. Like some people I might run into at different studios because we're working with the same people. We might end up being songwriters on the same project because we know the same people. We might end up at the same networking events because we know the same people. <laughs> uh, that's the common theme. We, we might end up, you know, we might end up working with the same artists, writing on the same project. We might end up at the same networking events. We might, we might end up in the same studio. We might end up liking the same posts. Like when you find a tribe of people who is just as serious as you, everybody is always coming back around full circle. Or... Another way, right? Someone who, um, we went to school together and we actually dated for a little bit. We reconnected or yeah, we reconnected because a producer that he works with was sending a beat to a client of mine. And (laughs) the guy was like, Hey, do you know? Oh, the guy that I know was like, Hey, my producer just told me to send something to your email. Is this you? And that's how we reconnected. So, I feel like there's no easy way to necessarily find a serious artist. It's just, you got to kind of pay attention to where you keep ending up. And if you keep running into the same people, and if you take yourself seriously and you keep running into the same people doing your thing, then maybe those people that you keep seeing whose paths you keep coming across, those are the people that you should be working with, right? Yeah, so I feel like like that's a good wrap up for this Lex Chat. And um, thank y'all so much for tuning in, for everybody who's tuning into the Lex Chat live. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to, I really want this to be like more of a Friday night thing because I feel like Friday night gets better response. But Lex Chats, let's say tentatively that they will be recorded on Friday or Thursday, Thursday or Friday night's, uh, between seven and nine, mm, eight, nine o'clock, right? Let's say that they will be eight, nine o'clock live at Lexi ATL, at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram. Let's say that that's when I'll be recording them. Yes. And um, that's how you can join in on the live conversation. And if you want to suggest topics or suggest Content that you want to hear my commentary on, I would prefer y'all to email those things or if I'm looking for a topic that, you know, I might be wanting to talk about something but don't exactly know what to talk about, I'll do polls or questionnaires on Instagram. Say, hey, what should we talk about on the next Lex chat? And if you want your ideas submitted that way, then I highly recommend you do that. Otherwise, send it to my email at lexysolo at gmail.com, L-E-X-C, S O L O at gmail.com. And that'll be another way to submit suggestions for content or things that you want to hear my commentary on or topics that you want to hear discussed in Lex chat. But let me know what you think about this topic for today. Did I miss anything as far as certain qualities to look for, to tell when someone is a serious artist and to recap all of the things that were said really quickly someone who I consider to be a serious artist they're coming to the studio consistently they're asking me for my help to grow and they're actually taking my advice they know how to talk to me as an engineer they ask questions about the music business outside of the studio they ask questions about mixing or mastering or just general questions about how to make the song sound better they choose different beats and different kind of production to challenge themselves every session. So it's a different vibe every session, right? They listen to more than one type of music to diversify the sounds that their ear comes across. They understand sound, song structure. And if they're not in the studio with me, they're working on their next steps, which might be mixing the song, mastering the song, distributing the song, doing photo shoots, doing video shoots, doing radio interviews, doing live performances. And then the cycle repeats record mix, master, distribute, photography, video shoot, live performance, promo, come back to the studio, record, mix, master, distribute, and so on and so forth. So in a nutshell, that's what today's Lex chat was about. Let me know if, uh, I missed any qualities. If you are watching this on YouTube, Comment in the comment section down below to join in on the conversation and let me know your thoughts about, you know, if you're an engineer, what are some qualities that you see in artists who you consider are serious? If you're an artist, what are some things that you do that you would consider make you a serious artist? You know, thank you to everyone who has tuned in to this chat live through Instagram. Again, I go live. I'm planning every, you know, either Thursday or Friday night weekly around eight or nine East coast time at Lexi ATL at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Thank you so much. If you are watching this on YouTube though, make sure you comment down below. Give me a big thumbs up to like the video, subscribe to my channel and hit the notification bell. If you'd like to be notified every time I drop a new piece of content, Um, you can hear these podcasts on Apple podcasts. I post them on YouTube, like I said, and Spotify as well. But if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me so I can have more time to create this kind of content and have more like educational talks and more videos like the history of cover songs or the benefits of doing cover songs, um, and so I can have more time to create this online course for artist development, right? Digital virtual artist development. Then consider being a patron of mine by going to patreon.com slash patreon.com slash L-E-X-C. ATL for as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron and get access to all of these episodes and other content that I post. You will get it as soon as I upload it. Not when I decide to make it public for the general masses, you will get it as soon as I upload it and you will get special discount codes for events that I'll be attending or performing at around the city of Atlanta, or if I'm outside of Atlanta or in a different state, then yeah, I'll have discount codes available for that. Um, discount codes for merchandise or certain specials that I might have. There's sometimes I release content that I don't even put out to the general public. So it becomes like a cool little secret between us. Um, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you, like I said, you want to go the extra mile in supporting me, then consider becoming a patron of mine at www.patreon.com slash Lexie. ATL Maurice beat says some things. He says, I'm doing good on these Lex chats and the content. Maurice beat says, I challenge myself every time I make a beat. I love making different styles of beats. And that's why I love working with you, Maurice. And that's why I respect you as a producer, because you give me so many different vibes. And like I was saying earlier in the chat, you and I just made a sale. The lady, she paid in full today. And I'm going to handle my business. As soon as I wrap up this Lex chat, it's assuming I don't have that client trying to get me in tonight but yeah um I'm also gonna be sending out the paperwork for the split sheet so look out for that but yeah um also before we get out of here remember that I have shows coming up in July July 2nd is the game changers radio city to city tour. It is the indie ladies of RB. That's on Saturday, July 2nd in Albany, Georgia. So that's next week if you're watching this live. That's on Saturday, the upcoming Saturday, if you're listening to this when it's posted on YouTube or Spotify. Um, and yeah, so that's that. And then July 29th, I will be performing with Mark Dub and the Randoms in Athens, Georgia. More information on that show, just make sure you stay glued to my website, www.lexiatl, to see when more information for that show on the 29th comes about. But that's July 29th, which is a Friday. And then July 30th, I will be walking in, in the Angels and Demons Lingerie and Swimmer Fashion Show presented by the GQ Phoebes in Atlanta, Georgia. All of the information and ticket information for these shows and events, you can go to www.lexiatl.com to see these upcoming shows in advance get information on the tickets and you know location and blase blase all of that good stuff but thank y'all so much for joining me for this lex chat this week until next time my name is lexi peace motorboat motorboat yeah motorboat feel it from the throat hey motorboat motorboat yeah